podcast where we talk about things with one super special guest every week. Just sit back, relax, and hear us speak on This Is Happening on the Podcast. Hello, this is Nathan Streifel. And Eric Morris. And welcome back to This Is Happening. Hey, thanks for joining us again. We have a special treat for you guys today. We are here with the one named Meatball. Hi! Meatball is so famous that Meatball doesn't need a last name. (laughs) (laughs) I really like Cher. She might have one, but she doesn't need to use it. It's just Meatball. Cher. (laughs) Meatball. Cher. Meatball. Madonna. Brittany. I guess Brittany has a last name. Meatball is is a fantastic, sexy, funny... Um, Keep going. Dirty, raunchy, (laughs) um, uh, renaissance drag queen. (laughs) Renaissance drag queen, indeed. Indeed. Really big in L.A. um, and I'm sure tours the country. I do. Was on the first season of Dragula. The Boulay Brothers search for the next drag super monster. And you got very far. Got I very watched far. a lot of it. I forgot how far I got. I was like, <laughs> like looking back at someone's like, you made top four. And I was like, that feels so nice to hear. <laughs> you have vague memories of it? I, yeah, I mean, it was like, technically, I guess it was like two years ago that we shot all of that. Yeah. Or like was, a year and a half ago. It was released at the end of 2016. Was it like yeah. a quick shoot? Was it like all of it done? No, the way we shot the first season, we would do it. Like each weekend. Oh, okay. So we'd have like little yeah, weeks yeah, in between. Yeah. And then the that last season, I think they shot it like all just in a row, which is like smarter. Right, 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 right. I don't know how they're doing in season three, but I know it's casting right now and everyone's freaking out in LA. Well, if you're a drag queen trying to get on the show and you didn't make dra- Drag Race, <laughs> or if you're just. <laughs> you can't Ow. say that! I'm kidding, Ow. I'm kidding. <laughs> if you maybe perhaps are more interested in some of the darker. Yes, definitely go check it out. It's for really different kinds of drag that you don't see a lot. It's like, you know, months. It's it's a search for the next drag super monster. They say super monster, but I think it's just, like, all-encompassing of, like, all alternative drag. Yeah. Like, because what I do isn't specifically, like... I would never be on Drag Race, you know what I mean? Like, the way I look and, like, hairy chest and all Yeah, you're going for, like, something... I just want to have, like, a lady face that's, like, clowny... And just like a dude body. And they talked about how different <laughs> you were from like kind of the concept of, of Dragula, which yeah. is like a scary, spooky monster, which you cl- clearly don't do. No, but it was interesting being a part of it. Yeah, I think I lean more towards like comedy yeah. than like spooky stuff. I don't like scary things. Yeah. And the whole time they were like, <laughs> this is referencing this scary movie. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, it did, was, you were great though. I, I think it was, I was trying so fun to, to watch you on it. It's fun. Uh, I think it was trying to figure out what it wanted to be. Dragula yeah. the first season, like there was a lot, you know, like big stretches with the Boulet brothers doing like kind of like a horror movie spoof. I love those. Those are I fun. I think they're so like campy and just fun. And then just like shots of you guys in the dressing room. You know, Fighting. shooting the shit and <laughs> shading each other, which was all good. And then stuff like shot maybe at precinct or yeah, um, our first season was all at precinct. And you know, uh, on stage and um, it was it was it was good. It was good. Yeah. You were really very winning in it. Oh, Your personality thank you. was like big. And it well, was I just like, knew I didn't look as good as the rest of them, so I was like, I might <laughs> as well act fun. 
It was a big no, yeah, you had a really po- I thought you had like the most positive energy on the show. It was oh, nice. Thank you. you kind of really drove it in a lot of ways. Kept it light, kept it fun. Which is nice. I was like, I think that was all up front because I was so nervous. On the first day, everyone was like, like, because I couldn't talk. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like freaking out. Like, really? I didn't know what to do. And like, we were sitting backstage and I was like looking at my costume compared to everyone's and I was like, oh, this is how you lose something like this. Like, showing up <laughs> looking bad. And so I like just kept trying to like bring all the, like everyone's energy up. Mm-hmm. But I was freaking out inside. That's so funny because I feel like when I see you out and about, your energy is so like out there, excited, not not inhibited. You know? Oh no, I'm You're very like, much just like always eyes on like people around me, being like, "Am I having fun? Is everyone having a good time?" Because <laughs> if I can like control that, then I don't have to like worry about anything. Right. So um, let's go. Should we do a little deep dive history? Yeah, I was just thing? thinking that. Yeah, like, where, uh, where, where are you from? I am. I have a crazy backstory. So I was born in Louisiana, but three days after I was born, my parents adopted me, and I like went to Egypt. Like that's where I grew up for oh, the wow. most part. Wow. So then we went to Egypt, and then I went to elementary school in London, and then by junior high we moved back to America. So I was like in school in Texas after being in Egypt and London. And that like is crazy. It was just so weird coming back to America because like everything I thought America was was like MTV. Mm. And then I was like, where's the beach party? It's like, where are we going this weekend? And I was just like, my mom's like, no, 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 we don't do that. Um, where in Texas was it? We were in Houston, okay. like this small city yeah. called Katy. It's like right outside of Houston. Okay, cool. And then I grew up there for like most of high school. And then I. Were you doing the international schools? Yeah, we went to these schools called ACS, which is like American Community School. So they're the same everywhere. Mm -hmm. So for the most part, my dad would move, like a bunch of people would move. So I like went to school with the same people in different countries. Oh, that's nice. So we would all like travel together. And then when we all came to Texas, we all ended up going to the same school. Was that about the oil business? Yeah. Yeah. It was for Amico. Okay. Oh, okay. Which is now BP, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So you don't speak like, um... Oh, no. <laughs> I don't speak any other language. I literally, for all, like, the great education I have, I have nothing to prove for it. I dress up like a woman now. <laughs> well, you have hamburger throwing skills. That must have... I mean, that was all baseball. Bro, I can get it across the room. Oh, you did baseball. Like, a little bit. I was pretty bad at it. I was bad at sports. My mom once was like, the only good thing you ever did was, like, you caught a ball, and then you didn't know what to do, because I had never actually caught one before. So <laughs> catching balls. <laughs> yeah, now I'm good at it. Now I know what to do. Uh, that was funny. Uh, uh, so, Houston, and then where'd you go from there? Um, then I left school when I was like 16 and went to Interlochen Arts Academy hmm. which is oh, like an that's art huge. school in Michigan, yeah, in Michigan. Yeah, music school it, yeah well it's like it does for performing arts yeah it's a performing arts school and so then I went there for theater and um, I don't think I was in a single play when I was there <laughs> uh, but I was I was really good at making costumes now I learned how to sew when I was there so oh, that yeah. came in handy because I make all my own costumes now. was that like the last two years of high school yeah okay so I went there for my junior and senior year because I just didn't want to be in Texas and like I was realizing how gay I was and I was like I can't be here because right. um, like Texas is not the place to be. Well, where I was was not the place to be like black and gay. It was just kind of like mm, let's get out of here. Yeah, um, for sure. Were your parents supportive? For the most part, I think it was difficult for them 
at the beginning when I was like coming out. I remember yeah. once my mom, she didn't mean it, but she was like, I know some insects and dolphins fuck each other. They're the same sex. But people don't. And I was like, that's what? not right. She was just trying to cope. She didn't know how to deal with it. That is so I mean, people odd. do, whether, you, whether, whether you're down with that or not. Yeah, there's, I just don't. There's think. no avoiding the yeah. fact that, you know. Dolphins have actually have nasal sex, too, with their blowholes. With their blowholes. Isn't that insane? They're one of the only animals that is known to have nasal sex. Do they? Interesting factoid. <laughs> We're educating with the podcast. How nice. I did a little, um, I did psychology growing up and I, one of my papers that I had to write for a class I did on, um, homosexuality in the animal kingdom. And there's like 1300 documented animals that like regularly engage in homosexual behavior in the animal kingdom. Really? Yeah. It's like basically through like in every like animal kingdom you, you can find. I know lions do. It's not like, it's, um, it's like a minority group of animals in every um, species, but it's like, it's. Well, did you see that one thing where that lion, it was like a female and she like fully grew a mane and became like the had no, her, I like, did like a not. Yeah, she like fully just lion. became like a male lion. I don't even what do you call a female lion? Lioness. Um, is uh, it a lioness or um, is a? There's a. Uh, is it like a mare? No, no, that's a horse. I think it's a lioness, but I don't know. Lioness sounds right. Anyway, that's she became like king, like king of her like group of animals. I don't that even is know. So funny. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Full on transgender. That is. Crazy. Can we say that? Is transgender okay? Transgender is fine. Transgender. Okay. What like other clinical. word is there? Yeah, I think that's. I mean, tra- they, most... they say trans and. Tra- I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to offend. <laughs> You're like, it's hey, tranny that is frowned upon. Okay. So we we won't say that, even though I just did. But and that's been a recent kind of. Yeah. I feel within like, the last year or two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of. Yeah, society's moved on from you've performed at the former tranny shack tranny shack yes which is now called mother in, in a Francisco. club in San Francisco with Heclina who's an icon a legend amazing have you done that again since the show no not a lot of us have really I've, we've been back to San Francisco but like I think mother is kind of reserved for like RuPaul girls and things like that and local queens mm. you know, do you talk to the girls a lot that you were on the show with for like, the most part, yeah. I mean, a lot of us are busy. Right. I talk to Vander a lot. Mm-hmm. I talk to Pinche. Like, we live down the street from each other, so we hang out a lot. Totally. I mean, she went home first, She's so gay. does she count? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all see each other because we all live in LA. Did, yeah. When the show was, did was there like a tour? Did they take you on a Dragula? Um, see, our season was such like a... Like an experiment. Yeah, like yours was the tryout season. Yeah, we were like the guinea pigs, and I was like, well, I gotta make it last. Like, I was like, how am I gonna make this work? But yeah, we went to like Fresno. We didn't really tour. Like, we went to like. You did a few. Up the coast. Okay. But that was it. Because the Boulay brothers have toured Dragula before they started the show. They've done it around a different. They did it at Austin, and they've, you know, they've done it in various. Oh, because, well, it was originally like a, a bar competition. It was just a contest. So yeah. it's like so they would be local. People I mean, they they used to do it at Fault Line, I think, right? Yeah, because I, I, I won that one twice. I remember seeing it there. It was really good because it used to be like you got there and you did a runway look, and then they gave you like a challenge. Yeah, like a gross out challenge. Yeah. You had to chug a thing of beer. Yeah, you had to like chug beer right. or like do that, and then you had to do a lip sync. 
and I remember the one time that I, one of the times that I won, my challenge was they like brought out a trampoline and then just brought out a bucket of dead fish. And they're like, do you know the reference? And I was like, yeah, it's from Female Troubles, like where she's like fucking herself with a fish while jumping on a trampoline. And they're like, okay, we'll do it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then that's like the night I was just like holding dead fish. I like took a bite out of one and like threw it at the audience. It was Ooh. so gross. I, yeah, I used to go, I used to go and watch that because. I live somewhat near Fault Line. Not going to give exact location. Sorry, stalkers. You have to. <laughs> I almost fully just screamed out your address. <laughs> uh, that would be something to go back and maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My address. Yeah. No, but I, yeah, I used. To, I remember I used to go to Fault Line all the time and, it used and watch to be so it. So fun. Yeah, it was fun. They don't really do Dragula as. That no, they stopped doing it once really. the show happened. Right. But I think, I mean, I don't know about this year, but every year around DragCon, they do one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, like, their hunt for, like, the next girl, you know? The next, yeah, for sure. Because they're casting Dragula right now. This isn't interesting. It used to be so crazy. It was, uh, I mean... I guess they reserve it for the show now, but I remember I would go and people would just go all out. Like the, I remember girls look like a needle through her cheeks. Yeah. For one of them, like just the craziest shit you'd ever seen. Just glue, glitter, sticky, everything that you could think of thrown around the stage. It was crazy. It's insane. It was people so like, yeah, people like really get into it. Some people would spend like hours making these looks just to get like, a bucket of water poured on them. And I think right. that Boulay's like would do shit like that on purpose because they're like, oh, she's trying to look cute. Let's ruin it for her. Like, let's just <laughs> ruin her night. Because one time there was like a mud wrestling challenge and they asked me to be a part of it. And I was like, yeah. So I come in like a full look and I do it all. And then at the end of it, they go, it's probably bad because we were covered in mud inside this bar. And they both were just like, it's probably best if you guys leave now. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And so I ran outside, fully hosed off with this hose that I found in someone's front yard down the street, and then went back to the bar just soaking wet. Just still Was like, this at Fall Line? Yeah. I was there for that, I think. That night was so much fun. And there was, uh, uh, there was a drag queen named Xanadu. Yeah. Zelda Xanadu, yeah. Who was also... Um, I might have been Xanadu Darling. Oh, was like, Zan- it, it's Xanadu Darling. Yeah. And... Um, and she was <laughs> mud wrestling as well. Yeah. Like, there was a, a, a bunch of people. That was so much fun. It's just insane the things that they think of. Like, who ever thought to, like, just fill a pool? And that stuff isn't mud. It was cake batter and, like, pancake mix. I know. I had it all over my clothes. Well, that sounds better. <laughs> no, girl. It's like so it. thick uh, when you're trying to, like, yeah. walk. Yeah, but, I mean, if it gets in your mouth and stuff, at least it tastes good. No? No. Not really. No. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're also yeah. doing, like, um, uh, Meatland. Yeah, I have is my that... Hornet series. What's Hornet? Hornet, I, Hornet is I've a gay... Oh, here we go. I can play. Yeah, do a little Hornet. Hornet is a gay app that's also... Um, it's actually one of the largest gay apps in the world, but not in America. Everywhere mm-hmm. else, it's, like, the top-used... App. And so that's um, they do a lot of like news stories and things like that. And so they cover a lot of stuff. So it's is it a dating app? Is it, it is a dating app. But so it's also, dating and news and yeah, it's kind of like what Grinder is trying to do now, where they're like releasing articles and have like a little magazine. The Hornet was the one that originated that gotcha. concept. So when you're like in there searching for dick, you can also like stay up on politics. <laughs> So it's like an all-encompassing kind of like LGBT-oriented. Yeah. 
And they're doing content, including your show. I have a show called Welcome to Meatland, where right now I was covering bars, but we're really trying to space it out and like... So I did like a donut shop in New York. How'd you get hooked up with them? They contacted me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like one of them was like at the bar and I was like, I need a show. Which is, like, how I mostly get most of my gigs now. Just, like, messaging someone being like, I'd like to come to Portland. Um, <laughs> hey, asking you shall receive. I know. I, was, hey. I, I don't understand why people are afraid to ask for yeah. things. Like, if you want it, just, like, ask for yeah, it. Yeah, you're not going to get it unless you yeah. ask for it. And the worst that can happen is somebody's They'll like, They'll say no. no. I'm like, why are no. you so eager for this? And you'll be like, because I need money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay. So, what is, what is Meatland? You're... You, Meatland originated when I used to, like, drive around and see hot guys, and I would, like, zoom in on my Instagram and just scream, Meatland! But then, um, because they're just hot. Um, I stopped doing that because I realized how, like, stalkery that is. But then Meatland is just a show where I go to, like, different bars or events, and I just, like, kind of cover it for, like, cool things. So, like, I went to this vegan donut shop in New York that was really fun. I'm about to shoot with Caswell, or he's going to, like... Trying to make me do yoga. Is that going to be here? Has Caswell moved here? Caswell is in LA now, yeah. Okay, I love He's Cas- great. I love Caswell. And he DJs sometimes, too. Well, I should, right? should yeah, have him I used to see him in, in New York a lot. Yeah, that's um, my first... Because I used, when I lived in New York, I lived on 6th Street, like right by where... What was that shitty bar? I never lived in New York. Oh. It's Wait, how'd Eastern you get to Block. New York? Oh, Eastern Block, which is now. Oh, I went to college in New York. Now it's college. Club Coming. I know, I went. It's not as fun. No? No, I mean, I didn't like it. I don't like the decor. I remember, I like, haven't been. walking yeah. in and just seeing people, like, get, getting their dick sucked and, like, I don't know, like, uh, it was just, like, easy. Is that what's happening at Club no, Coming? No, now at Club Coming, <laughs> it's just, day. like. That's when it was good. It's, like, a cocktail bar. Yeah. And it's, like, really cat, like, you have to sit. There's, like, just seats everywhere. It's not the same as, like, I don't know. They didn't even get the right um, liquor license, and now they're having problems because it, it was conceived as a place to perform and yeah. do cabaret stuff, and they don't really have the right to do that. So they're they're having to figure that out. Anyway, I just read That's that. awful. Yeah. I feel like that's what happened to Fallland, too. It used to be, like, dicks on the walls, porn on the video screens. Well, and Fallland got just... took, taken over by a lesbian. Um, and she took out the pool table, which was like... She know, took out the pool table? Yeah, and that's why I would go, because I like to play pool, like, whatever. Like, I don't need porn. And the you're, walls, like, so but... close to it, here at... No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in stop, the neighborhood. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it was just a little disappointing. Well, if anybody that works at Fall, I... Is listening. Bring back the pool table, and I and the porn back. and the porn. Yeah, actually, and what was the last gay bar that you went to that was playing porn? Because I haven't seen that except for at it's the Eagle. Just Eagle I was gonna say the Eagle probably still does. Yeah, because Precinct used to, and now they stop. Oh but, yeah, they did for. But they said it was because apparently you can see the TV screens from the street. Oh, and you're not allowed to And you can't, like, just, like, yeah. play porn. Because, like, Precinct's just so big and open. Precinct is, is supposed to have a pool table, too, in that empty room that nobody ever goes in in the corner. But apparently... What empty room? There's... When you walk in, you go straight to the left. Oh! That was supposed to be a pool room, but it... I guess pool tables are too heavy, and so they couldn't get the permitting because the floor isn't 
strong enough to oh, hold good a God. pool table. You know what? I hope that's to literally collapse. horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, like, that's if, what I heard, if yeah. too many people are, are I in guess it, it's the, the floor the, is going to The building collapse? does not have the right infrastructure to hold a pool table. But it used to have, I mean, that used to actually be a police precinct. So there was like holding cells and stuff in there. I don't want to end up in a pile of rubble. <laughs> yeah. Delete so all of this. <laughs> I don't want anyone to know about my home bar like that. I mean, that could be completely wrong. I just, that was hearsay that I heard. That they were probably just like it's too heavy to bring in. You were also there, there's maybe. like no ele- like the elevator isn't big enough to fit a pool table in. Right. Like I don't know how you would get a pool table. in Yeah, there. you'd have to like. R- there's just no way to get one in there. Yeah, they could. I don't know. Because the elevator in the back is just like a single door that opens, and then you walk into like this. I, tiny oh, I didn't room. even know they had an yeah. elevator. They have one for. I didn't know until I broke my hip and I had to like <laughs> figure out how to get into that bar. Oh, I guess you'd have to have some sort of thing for, like, disabled accessibility. How did you break your head? I was on a comedy tour with Bobcat Goldwaith, and I did a cartwheel and just, like, fell off the stage at the Orpheum Theater downtown. So anytime, like, because the Orpheum keeps popping up, and it was on America's Next Top Model, and I was like, they're on the stage. Where it all ended. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like, I was like, I know that's yeah, like, Well, the funny part was like when it broke, I like tried to get up and finish the number, and I was doing this Whitney Houston mix with like a bunch of like cocaine like snorting sounds. So the people just thought it was like part of it, like that I was just oh, getting God. messier, and I was like reaching out for help, and I was like, help, help, and this girl was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like laughing and clapping, and I was like, "This Perfect. is not how I want my life to go." Perfect Whitney. Yeah. Was it like, Whitney at the end? Was it? A, <laughs> did you hear a pop or a crunch? No, or? I didn't even realize it was broken, and because I was still like, I had the adrenaline of like performing, and mm. when I perform, I've had like a shard of glass go into my leg, and, and didn't even like notice totally it numb, yeah. until Ooh. the number was done. And then, like, I was, like, looking down, and I was bleeding, and I, like, pulled it out. I just get so in... It was during the same number, too. I didn't stop doing that number. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe something yeah, Maybe Whitney is just, like, Whitney's haunting you about it. Right? She's, She's like, like, stop doing the cocaine number. <laughs> um, yeah, I just didn't notice it. And then we went backstage, and they called, like, the EMTs, and they were just like, oh, you're fine. If it was a break, you would be in shock, and da 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 And I was like... Okay, so I went home, got out of makeup. They were like, you should probably go to, like, an urgent care and just see, like, what it is. It could just be, like, a bad bruise. And I get to the hospital, and they're like, we're doing surgery. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Thank and I was, God you went. Yeah. But I also made the huge mistake of, if you're ever going to a hospital, one, don't smoke weed. And two, don't tell them that you smoked weed. Because then they'll just leave you until you oh, come God. down. And I didn't even smoke weed. I they At the comedy show, they had given us these, like, it was like Sprite, but it had marijuana, THC. Oh, that's it. even scarier. Yeah. Those liquid drinks with, well, the, last a while. with the weed. Yeah, yeah, girl. And I was just like <laughs> in this emergency room by myself, high as a fuck, just trying to figure out what my future was. With a broken hip. With a broken hip, just like, this is it, girl. Oh my God, freaking out. Yeah, so I had to like call three of my friends <laughs> and just be like, can they come in? And they're like, no, are they related? And I was like, they're white, so no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I remember that whole thing happening. Yeah. But you you were like still going out through it. Did I wasn't really going out. out. I had I you realized. Did stuff. Yeah, I, that's when I was like, well, if I can't, 
Because Dragula was still airing, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I can't perform, then I need to, like, do something to stay relevant. Because if I was just, like, going to sit in my house for... It was, like, three months. I, like, was just like, I need to do something. I think I so remember we, you mentioned it on the reunion, on the Hey Queen. Oh, yeah, because I was still in a walker. I still couldn't yeah. walk by the time we were filming that. And so I just was like, I needed to create content. Like, I needed, like, people yeah. to see me in drag That's and so stuff. Smart. So I started, like, the online content, which is now stopped because I don't have the time for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, you're, you're performing all over the place? Is that... Yeah, I'm traveling pretty... I mean, not in April as much, but... For the most part, I mean, I just did, like, a one-month tour of the East Coast, where I did, like, Philly, New York, Chicago, Boise, no, not Boise, uh, somewhere else. I can't even remember. What, what's your take on RuPaul's Drag Race? Do you think that it, it's kind of, like, created opportunities even for people that aren't on it, and now there's more venues that are booking drag queens, or... Do you think it's a bad thing somehow? I think it's definitely brought a lot of attention to drag. And, like, I wouldn't be traveling. I probably wouldn't be traveling if it weren't for that and Dragula. You know what I mean? But I think also Drag Race gives, like, an unrealistic perception of what, like, real drag... Well, I almost said real drag. What, like, drag is. Because there's no way to define drag, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But people only want to focus on... RuPaul's Drag Race girls and there's so many other talented queens right. like I was at that are not maybe interested in that sort of aesthetic yeah, yeah that are like doing something completely different like the Dragula girl like when I think of like amazing queens I think of like Ursula Major here totally who what she does on stage is insane and she like travels she's been to she was in like London for a month performing with the circus troupe so cool and it's just like so insane the things that like come from it but she would never be on Drag Race like the way she does stuff and like works, right, it right, just right, wouldn't right, fit right. their brand. But I think well, all what, drag race is good for drag queens. I but guess. I, I guess Dragula is good because when you have something that popular in any sort of like scene, like inevitably you're going to have some sort of catalyst offshoot that enables um, the things that don't fit into that category to kind yeah. of show their things. And I think that Dragula is one thing that's really good that. That is like, like you said at the top of the uh, episode, like it enables people that don't fit into that category to kind of have this like new way to like get exposure and see themselves and kind of come up and do that thing. I think it's doing the queen, like Loris and Ursula and like all the girls from Dragula are doing things that like aren't just lip syncing. Like they're all working on other projects and Mm -hmm. like I think Loris designs shoes for. But fiercequeen.com. I don't it's know why so I'm plugging cool. that bitch's shit. I hate it. <laughs> but like, there's like other things you can do in drag besides just like traveling and lip syncing mm-hmm, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what you're doing with Hornet. Um, that sounds like really like cool. I mean, you know, that could maybe migrate off the app into something else. Oh yeah, I want my own TV show. That's right. I'm putting it into the world. It's happening, y'all. And it, producers, listen up. We have a lot of listeners, so this is a great way to <laughs> <laughs> plug all your stuff. Uh, it's um, going to blow up after this. Yeah, oh, I also have a podcast. I should plug that. Okay. Yeah, we're going plug season it. Two. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, it's called Unbearable. We're on the Reverie app. I don't know... It's me and Big Dipper. Do you know Big Dipper? He's yes, like a rapper. Yes, yes, yes. So we just we did season one, and now we're like we're literally trying to find guests for season two right now, right. which is 
fun. Um, and it's called Unbearable. Unbearable. With and Meatball. No, with Big Dipper and Meatball. But and we should change that. It's only on Reverie? I think it's on Pod. Like, it's wherever you can It's all the podcast, podcast places. Nonsense. Cool, cool, cool. There's like 20 of them now. Yeah. And did you say Spotify now does podcasts? I did think I read about that. I was that. like, what the fuck are you doing? When we were launching this, we didn't even realize how many different places yeah. you can listen to apps. We were like, oh, I guess we got to start this account, start that account, start oh this account. That's a nightmare. I think most of them get filtered through about five. I don't... <laughs> I mean, I think there's like, you know, the vast majority of people listen to a certain amount, but... How long have you guys been doing this podcast? Well, um, this is... When the, when this comes out, this might be our twelfth or so. I think so. Either fourteen or fifteen, maybe. Yeah. So um, we, we launched February first. Yeah. Um, but it, prior to that, it we worked on it for about a year and a we half. Recorded the, <laughs> we recorded the first one um, a few days before I saw you at that Soho House Pride oh. event that Kesha performed at. That my friend Maddie Noyce, who was our first guest, um, she was performing there. So that was June of 2017. 2017. And then we didn't release oh it until God. February 2017. That was so long ago. We, re- we took our time, you know, like, we were like... We were just, you know... Let's figure this out. It's like let's a pet project. Yeah. Reach out to people. Now it's a little bit more of a... We kicked it into high gear at the beginning of this year. We were like, let's get this podcast out. Let's get it going. Let's make all the things happen. We recorded like four in a week. And then, you know, and and we don't do that now usually. But But enough about us. Yeah. (laughs) No, because I was like, some of our listeners might be fascinated. Well, yeah. And a lot of work goes into podcasts. Like people just think you just sit and talk and it's like, no, there's editing and then you got to get it out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to book guests and do their schedules and their cancel. Swing and and, yeah. and and prepare and yeah. learn something about the person you're interviewing. Yeah, one thing I wasn't ready for, or not not ready for, but I didn't think about was like, oh yeah, I should probably learn something about all the guests before <laughs> they come to the show. Like, make sure I know no. it. No, not on my, not on our podcast. If you listen to uh, Unbearable, it's like Big Dipper literally will send me an email of like a breakdown of all the information about the person, mm-hmm. and I will get into the room, open my laptop, and just start reading about them there. And I'll be like, they'll be in the room, and I'll be like, Oh, I didn't know you did this. And Dipper's like, Why can't you just do a little bit of research? He, he won't even read. Uh, he okay. does. He makes it so easy. He makes for it you. so easy, and I and still just show up like, and try to make it difficult. No, I'll, I'll read it as I ask the question. Well, uh, my thing in drag is I always say like. I don't like preparing for things. I just like to like show up and like have people tell me what to do. Yeah. Because it's easier than just being like, oh, I'm so overprepared. Because I feel like I get nervous if I think too much about stuff. Oh, totally. And if I just like walk in and just I'm like, what am I doing today? And they're like, oh, you have to talk on the mic for 15 minutes. I'm like, all right, here we go. Like, I prefer that. Like, And so often so you can't even prepare for yeah. half of the shit that you have to do at the end of the day. Um, I always thought that I always liked... I feel like you really know who you are as a drag queen and your aesthetic and kind of your marketing idea. And I always have thought that you um, just have been able to sell yourself so well. You have merchandise. You have always cartoon images of you. You have... I, I Where do always you sell your merchandise? So, like, Is it um, on a website? Uh, you can buy one of my shirts at Hot Topic... I have like three shirts at Drag Queen merch, and then I have that one with Magnus Hastings at magnushastings.com backslash shop. 
at drag queen merch it's dragqueenmerch.com and then the hot topic shirt you can just get online at hot topic for like hottopic.com just search meatball i think that shirt is on sale it'll probably still be on sale next month too for $8.99 <laughs> so go get it it's like a picture of you on the t-shirt yeah it's my um one of my runway looks from dragula with the one with my like belly cut out like the wrestling outfit oh, and then What's the, the drag queen merch one is my new I'm a top stuff. Yeah, oh, you're a top you, now. I you saw have a YouTube <laughs> channel. I do. Which I which I looked at a little bit, and you had a big announcement very recently. <laughs> <laughs> you're a top. Chicago changed me. <laughs> I did it once, and I said, "Hey, this is it." Watch um, out, world. <laughs> <laughs> So it's true. It's not just... uh, just Yeah, it's true. I mean, I was like a top before, but then, I don't know, I made a Facebook post. This is how I like normally like gauge if people are interested in like my nonsense is if I like make a post about it and it gets a lot of hits and I just wrote, I'm a top now and got on a plane and when I landed back in LA, it had like 200 likes in like three hours and I was like, oh, this is something I'm going to have to do. You're like, this is my next campaign. I was like, this is it. This is what I'm doing. (laughs) And so then I just kept posting things. And then <clears throat> Dipper approached me and was like, you should hop on this and make a song. So within, I think the great thing about that one was, and I get so bored of these ideas, but like within 10 days I had merchandise and a song released. Oh my God, that's so of, quick. Like the Facebook status. Well, that's how I like to work. I like to just like, okay, this is it. Da, 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 da. Now when people, I'm like, I'm out or I get messages from people and they're like, I'm a top. I'm like, cool. That was last week's news. I'm like on to the next joke. I'm trying to figure out what that is. Yeah, totally, totally. Do you record with with Big Dipper? This was our first time working together. Is that your first song? Yeah. I, like, am not a music queen. That's why it's one minute long. (laughs) And I, like, was just, the whole time I was like, I hate music. I don't want to sing. I don't want to rap. I don't want to be, like, one of those queens that, like, releases an album. Right. No? (laughs) No, girl. (laughs) Drag music is always so bad. That's why we, like, went the way of, like, a rappy, like, dumb song. It's true. The world's waiting for that drag queen who is, like, a fabulous singer that just kills it, I feel like. I think Adore did that, but her, she was so early in the drag race game. Mm -hmm. I really like um, Alaska's music. She's so good. The videos are so good. I mean, they just, like, they tell, like, very full stories and and very fully imagined. She spends clearly a lot of money on it. Yeah. Willem has really good music too. I like I like her parodies. Yeah, mm-hmm. fun. Oh yeah, the. Um, so you don't have an ice. This wasn't the the tip of a, of an iceberg. Oh no, this that is, was this isn't um, <laughs> the catalyst. So here I go, like just dip my toe in. <laughs> I was like, mm, this is me being like I'm a top, but now I'm like I don't know. It it was fun to do, but I don't think I have the energy to ever put that much work into like a joke again. Well, you, unless yeah. it's like something else. Yeah, I mean, you've got you've set a precedent. So, like, when you want to, you know, when you hit on something that like really people respond to, you can put out a one minute song. Yeah, you know, and just do it again, and it's not going towards an album, but it's just part of the whole meatball universe. Yeah, which is just like jokes on jokes on jokes, in my opinion, like I just love that. terrible jokes. So, are you doing drag basically full time now? Yes, I am a full time drag queen now. How long have you been doing that? Um. No, I mean, I was still, like, doing odd jobs and stuff. What made you move to L.A.? 
Were you? I was in a bad relationship that I needed to like figure out how to break up with them, so I just left New York City. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna go. What did you go to school for? I went to school for theater. For theater yeah. When that was about three, four years ago. Okay. I've been in LA for like four years now. Yeah, and then after a year here, that's when I started drag. Where you did were, you start? I started at Offbeat at Exposure. Yes, Exposure. I remember yeah. I saw Exposure some of was your like first my fucking shit. Yeah. Um, maybe it was just on a is a, well, she's gonna be released this week, but this it'll be like a month ago. <laughs> was a prior guest on our podcast. Yeah, she started. Maybe on, she started around right? the same time as me. Yeah, yeah. totally. And pickle, pickle. Who else? Uh, Vicky Jean Mochi. Yeah. Baby, yeah, like exposure, like that's it bred so many like talented queens who are mm-hmm. now like maybe a girl is like taking over all of LA. the all of you guys. I feel like it's it was so cool to like see this place that had not had drag before, and it was it was all a of these girls that were just like I just want to do drag. Let's yeah. create this thing, and Obi really helped. Yeah, he like together. made that happen. Yeah. And it was, I thought it was so funny because it was like, that's when Drag Race was on Monday nights. So we were like in Highland Park on a Monday night in full drag. I'm having flashes because I looked so bad. (laughs) And I just remember taking it so seriously. I was like, "Mm." (laughs) what we were doing was not high art, but it was fun. But it didn't matter because you girls freaking showed up to Highland Park every Monday night with like two looks, two songs. That's a lot. And of I just effort. remember those were the nights when, like, me and Pickle would be like backstage, being like, "Are we gonna do a duet?" And we would just like ask them to throw on a song, and we would like, <laughs> run around not knowing any of the words. But it was just so much fun. Do you sure still, I went there once. Do you still perform? We should go. We should go. Yeah. I went back recently, but I didn't perform because my wig wasn't right. And <laughs> <laughs> I had just well, I was gonna perform, but then I had just been like in a real crisis where I got into an Uber, but I had this like dress that had like a about like a five foot train on it, mm-hmm. but I closed the door on the dress oh, and it got under the tire. So we were like in the car and we're like laughing and I had to sit in a weird way because my corset was tight and my hair was big. So I was like sitting like crooked and he pulled away and all of a sudden it sounded like we hit somebody, but it was my body being pulled from one side of the car, <laughs> thrown against the door because my dress just got ripped out from under me and I was just like up on the wall and everyone was oh like, are you okay? God. And I was just like, I could have died. Like, I was like, if there was something around my neck, that would have been the end for me. Oh my God. Yeah. With such force. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. so crazy. That is And so I was like crazy. shook. And so then we got to the club and I was just like sitting there like in shock. I was like, I could have died. And everyone was just getting drunk around me. And I was like, this is my Oprah moment. <laughs> You're kind of accident prone. Oh my God. I am bad. super <laughs> accident prone. The glass, one of my friends was like, You're just cursed. Like someone has put a curse on you. <laughs> I think that the curse will be lifted. I'm praying. Jesus, no, I can't also, take much more. You're also charmed. I mean, you, to, you know, you're, you're, you're living your life as a drag queen. I know. It's the yeah. greatest experience. I just love traveling, it's so much fun. Have you had any really off? Well, maybe let's talk about great experiences or awful experiences, memorable experiences on the road. I mean, on the road, like you ever showed up in a town and been like, "Ooh." I will say I did one gig. I won't say where because I want (laughs) to go back. But it was just interesting because like Dracula isn't at like season one. It's not as popular as. Season two, clearly. Which is available on YouTube. To watch. On, or no, watch it on Amazon Prime because 
season one, they did like a re-edit of it. Oh. So they fixed all the sound and stuff. So that's on iTunes oh, oh, and Amazon Prime. So go watch that. Oh, cool. And then season two is on that. And it's available in the UK now on Amazon. Oh, fantastic. Um, so uh, there was one city where I showed up and like the person who had booked me was like a big fan of me. But... And, like, the other queens knew who I was, but the mm-hmm. audience had no clue what, like, they were getting into. <laughs> and so, like, I don't know. It was just interesting to be like, oh, I'm still a nobody. Like, just, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, have to always, sure. like, live with, like, just knowing, like, no one knows who you are ever at any point. Right. You can't walk around and, like, act like you're a celebrity. I was just excited because, like, my poster was everywhere. And I was like, this is my first, it was my first out-of-town gig. And I was like, this is going to be great. Like, people are coming to see me. And then I got there and they were like, the minute the drag show was over, they started, like, tearing down the backstage. And they were like, it's a dance floor now. Can you leave? And I was like, Your this is the life. <laughs> <in half. laughs> Yeah, they were like pulling the posters off the wall. And I was like, "Can I get one of these?" And they're like, "Can you go?" And I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm a star!" A trash bin full of people. I always try to snatch a poster. San Francisco is, I think, the only one of the only cities that actually post posters like outside on the street mm-hmm. and stuff. Right. And that was that's really I love San Francisco. Have you been? Yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah. So many great. times. I love it. We went for Pride last year, and I'm probably gonna go back for. Girl, I saw you in I fucking saw you outside of a club. We, we, it was San Francisco Pride. That's when I fucking sliced my yeah. leg open, so I was yes, probably yes, on like a bunch I of painkillers. Oh, I was you on a were. bunch of painkillers, and it was in front of Oasis. Yes, and I was it like, was. Hey. Yes, yes, And yes. I just wanted to see Heclina, and then I like saw her, and then I was like, I'm going back to the hotel. Totally. We were like, what? Where, where did Meatball? I couldn't I don't know inside. what's going on. I was on so many painkillers, because I had like sliced my leg open, and they were like, we're going to do stitches. And then they, I was like, oh cool, 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 cool. Just patch it up. I got to go out tonight. <laughs> yeah, that was the only moment I saw you that whole Pride weekend. I was performing, too, but yeah, I don't know. No, but yeah, I'm probably going to go back. This it was so maybe. dope. I'm going to like plan know. it out. I, that was Are the second go time Folsom, I've been. Are um, oh, I went three years ago, and it was so fun. I, I went last year, and it was so much fun. Yeah. When is that? That isn't, I want to say September, summer. August. It's well, late, sep- late, late summer. It right? might be September. I think I, think I just saw it. Like I think it's thing. September, maybe first or second weekend in September. I just want to put my fist in somebody. Well, you I'm not into there. fisting, but like, wow, I think it's so interesting. No, I mean, ew, no, I wouldn't be like, let me put my dick in it after. I just, I just think the concept of like putting your like arm inside a human body is like so crazy. It is crazy. Human puppeteering. That's what. That's a meat puppet. That's what. I call. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh well, they went. I remember we went I, there. the first. Oh, time. sorry, you could cut that out. I don't know. This is uh, what I talk about on my podcast. No, 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 about no, sex that's stuff. totally fine. Stuff. I mean, we've no. we've discussed other things. It's all we've good. We've discussed many. Yeah, it depends <laughs> on the guest, you know. Oh, okay. We cater to you. Let me get it to, to you, you. <laughs> baby. This is your day. I don't know if those are right lyrics. Is that oh yeah, That's Destiny's Child. Destiny's, yeah. yeah. Fulfilled. I think it was on. <laughs> um, oh my god. No, yeah. The first time I went to Folsom, it was. You don't know Cater to You? No. That's not one of their big songs. It's not, but it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. You were saying the first time you went. The to first Folsom. time I went to Folsom. Um, yeah, it was crazy. I just remember seeing all sorts of things I had never seen before. I've never been. It's great. It's great. Lots Have you had a sexual stretchers. awakening yet? 
a sexual awakening in what sense? Just in life. Oh, yes. I've been awakened. Oh, I think times. Nathan is pretty woke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine it. Yeah, I know. When I moved to LA, I was like, let's go to Folsom. That was like the first thing I wanted to do. I was like, let me get a little leather in my life. Yeah. No, yeah. And, um, it was great. I don't think I could get into like all. I, had, I hooked up with a guy who was like, he had the harness and like, he was like wearing the hat. He was like doing just the full leather daddy yeah, look. For sure. And I was just like, there's so there's so much effort that goes into looking like that. Yes. I, I can't get down with that. All is that is the one much thing about like the the role play and the kink and fetish stuff is it is a lot of work. Yeah. Sometimes when you're in bed you're like, Ugh. Yeah. I it's just like this is your drag. Like I that's what they're yeah, doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love those like Mr. Leather competitions where it's it's a pageant. It's all it is. It's just, oh, and totally. they hate calling it a pageant. It's like it's a contest. It's an event. Girl, you get a sash like, at the. Girl, end. you get a sash. <laughs> <laughs> like a new leather hat. That's basically a crown and some flowers. What is wrong with you? I've never been to a leather pageant. Oh, they just have they they have them all. The time. They happen constantly. I mean, what if are you, the, just, um, you happen into there's the like Eagle, Mr. Like there's, Eagle. There's, there's what yeah. are the categories? Is it just well, um, each one is its own thing. So there's like Mr. Leather LA. Um, Mr. Mr. Eagle, probably Mr. Fisting. <laughs> no, that's such a good band name, I'll Mr. Fisting. I'll skip that one. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> but they just kind of they have their body element, probably, oh, yeah. and like the look, I guess, the leather look. Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah. There's always like a there's like a flogging portion where you have to like whip someone or do something kinky. Then there's like a walk. Then they answer questions like a real pageant. Oh, like an interview. Yeah, where like the old can. I'm trying. I'm remembering because I went to the precinct one. They had to like answer questions to like the past winners. Gotcha. So it truly is just like a pageant. Yeah. And then you represent for a year. Yeah. And then yeah, you go to the next place. I guess. <laughs> is there a drag? Is there L A drag queen? Miss L A drag? Yeah. There's um. I think this year it's Illusia, LA, yeah, Queen of LA is what it's called. Oh, okay, cool. Where do they do that? It's not like a pageant, it's just kind of like an online voting thing. It's really, oh. um, I loved being nominated, thank you so much. Oh, you were nominated? It's really dumb, I think. Because, <laughs> like, uh, to be honest, Those things I don't, are so much about, like, how much you post it and try to get the... Yeah, and I didn't post it once because I was just like, I barely perform in LA anymore. Like, I'm right. always, like, traveling, and if I'm here... You're like, I need to be in the I'm, like, international... Yeah, I was like, give me Miss Queen of America. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but just an online thing, that's weird. Yeah, well, I mean, LA doesn't have a pageant, but, like, every other city I've noticed... The great thing about traveling is that I get to see, like, what each city's drag scene is like. Mm -hmm. And, like, you get a taste for, like, what matters in that city and, like, what doesn't matter. And, like, it's so funny because, like, Chicago is, like, a big hair city. Like, everyone in Chicago's hair is laid. And so I was there. And and dancers. Yeah. Oh, Oh, the dancing. Death drop, death drop, I couldn't. Oh, my (laughs) God. But there's one. uh, I was in a show in Chicago with a Dragula girl from season two, and her wig fell off during her performance. And to me, I was like, yeah, sometimes a wig falls off. But the Chicago girls were like, her wig, <laughs> it came off, it snapped, it went across the room. I was like, does it matter? And they were like, girl, it's Chicago, your hair stays on. You can't show your face again. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, damn. And then where else, some other city, like everyone was super into like their nails. And, like, not worried about their costumes at all. And, like, it's so funny to me because, like, sometimes my wigs are awful. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I, well, most of the time I don't wear nails. So I'm, like, traveling to these cities, like, just, like, they're talking about things. And I'm just, like, oh, I'm garbage here. (laughs) (laughs) Do you go to New York a lot? 
perform there? Um, I just did a party in New York. It was really fun. I love New York. Me too. The last time I was there, I was booked, and like I could have done more shows, but I really just like when I'm in New York, I just like feel like I'm back home. You want to chill too. Yeah, and I just like literally slept on my friend's sofa for like a couple days, and then I was like, do you want to go get a drink or something? Yeah, yeah, not have a whole trip be about performance. Yeah, or like going and seeing drag shows or anything like does that. Does it feel like work? Sometimes it really does feel like work. Sometimes like getting into makeup, making the mixes, the making the costumes. I do it all myself, so it's right. just like people don't realize like how much work goes into that. All of the pre-planning and everything. Yeah, it's like maybe a week's worth of work for a three-minute number. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, really like yeah, a loss yeah. leader at first, you yeah. know, like when you're first, you know, getting into it, like you have to spend all this money on the And on the outfit, getting a wardrobe and the makeup, that's going to take over your house probably. The, <laughs> the makeup, well, I was smart. I do the same face every time, so I just have the same products. I just buy them in bulk. That's good. How long does it take you to get it? Um, it depends. Like if I'm doing a photo shoot, I can take like three and a half to four hours to do my makeup yeah. just to make sure everything's like even and yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. But I've done, I did my makeup the other night and it looked fine in like 45 minutes. You know Extravaganza, who wears a mask? Oh, Kiki Extravaganza. Yeah, Jealous is, of her brand. She is so smart. She has a mask that she just she puts has, on, so she never has to do makeup. But it's kind of creepy because it's that mask from, like, what is that movie? Um, it's where, like, all those people, like, oh, The Purge. It's one of The Purge masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, The Purge. And, which yeah. is horrifying. But she was doing <laughs> it before scary. The Purge. Yeah, yeah, I think so, but it's just so funny because it's the same mask that they use. But now she'll be like, she has multiple ones. And she's like, I put on the red lips tonight. And I was like, okay, girl, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you're not working that hard. Yeah, no. Um, is there anything else you're working on right now? Um, Any sort really? of projects in the... I have some things lined up, but I'm, like, trying to, ugh, I hate when drag queens are like, I have a secret project. (laughs) I have, like, a couple things that I'm working on, but I'm not sure, like, how solid they're going to be, so I'm not going to talk about it until they're done. How much new content do you have on Hornet, and when does it come out? I have, I think they come out every other Tuesday on Hornet, on their YouTube, on their Facebook, and... Every other Tuesday, you said? Every other Tuesday. And then, what else do I have? Um, my podcast, I don't know when that's coming out, because season two is going to be so different. How many episodes was season one? Season one was 12 episodes, and we discussed, like, the bear community, and being gay, and we have drag queens on, and it's just a lot about, because, do you know much about the bear community, and, like, how awful it is? Is it awful? <laughs> it's the, it's, it's supposed to be, like, the most accepting and, like, great community to be a part of, but, like... Ray? If you're not super mask, like, covered in hair and, like, super fit, then you're not uh, in with the cool kids. Oh, so it's just, right. like, really weird. And they have their own standards. Yeah. But which I think is that crazy. There, there's people... Well, I mean, I'm not of the bear community, but, I mean, I certainly, like, there are places that you go where there's a lot of bears. And I, yeah. I do feel like it can be more welcoming and accepting. I mean, I guess there's an element of it yeah. that... That is like okay. There's this super ideal, but there's got to be a lot of people that just don't care about that. Yeah, when you find the right people, you like you're good. Like that's why I feel like um, was it the Bears at the Eagle are sometimes the worst. But then if you go to like Bullet Bar in yes. North Hollywood or wherever yes. that oh, is, I've never been that's there. like one of the most accepting bars I've ever been to. And I like leather bars generally because they're just like what I like about them is that they sh- they. I feel like the whole idea is that you can just come and just be yourself yeah. and not have to worry about it. And they're usually a little, like, 
dirtier and yeah. I like I like dive bars more than I like, love a good you know dive I mean? bar. And it's you know it's a break from like the West Hollywood aesthetic of like oh, yeah. know, this like superficiality and like you know yeah like but like that know. just like goes to prove it because like there's no bear bars in WeHo. No, I think there's like Gold Coast, but that's like. It's not even not, it's not it's a like a bear. It's not a bear. Like, it's, just yeah. for, it's, it's for old people. And it's not even really on the strip. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty far out there. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago strip, when you walk down that strip, you like, it goes from one thing to another. You get like a sports bar and then a leather bar and then a cabaret bar. Well, that I love bar, that it's so I mixed. love Chicago's gay bar. That bar that's right next to Pump, which is, I'm not remembering. Chapel. Oh, no. Mother Love. Mother Love. Come on, Mother Love. I love Mother that, Love. They're extending their patio. Go smoke. <laughs> that has a very chill. Yeah, that's like, that's the type of bar I consider. Because it. it's like a dive bar and their pool table is really uneven. Yeah. So if you're like <laughs> trying to play, just know that. <laughs> yeah. I, it's funny I haven't been there in a while, and they they don't have a sign outside anymore because there's all this construction going. Yeah, because like but it says no. still open, but I was like, it would it kill is. you to put the word motherload up there? Like like I think if people, you know what motherload is, you know you're gonna figure it out. I don't know, but incredibly strong drinks too, just to fuck you up. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. One day I like went there for I didn't go to motherload for lunch, but I was in WeHo. And it's like, <laughs> I guess I technically let's did. Let's get lunch. Let's get out well, we were like, well, fuck, let's grab a drink because traffic from WeHo to downtown is just impossible. Yeah. And we were like, let's like sit and talk. And we went there and we had two drinks and I was like, well, now I can't drive. So I was like, here we go. <laughs> let's make a night. Yeah, truly. Yeah, it's just staying. All right, well, Meatball, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. I can't believe it's been an hour. The best hour of my life. Truly. <laughs> you quote me. I'm going to oh. steal something from your house. Oh, well, yeah. I appreciate that. Probably that Settlers of Catan. Girl, come over and play sometime. I'm so bad at it. Oh, really? That's fine. I like to play against people that suck, too. Did you ever play, like, um, Magic the Gathering? Were you guys nerds like that? Never got into that uh, one, but I, I have plenty of nerd past. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh wait, we were like doing the outro and I was like, mm, what's around me now? <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. No, no, don't let me know. I want to keep talking. <laughs> um, I would I'm, sh- I'm sure the listeners are feeling that way too. I no, we want more meatballs. <laughs> don't, don't go away. Don't Sorry, end. Sorry everybody. You're going to have to wait until next Thursday. Um, so if people want to find you and follow you, uh, you're on Instagram. Please follow my Instagram at spiciest meatball. Um, go subscribe to my YouTube which is Meatball Queen where else uh, the Hornet uh, YouTube channel is where Hornet, you know, uh, yeah. is uh, f- do you have a Facebook page I or? do but I'm banned from Facebook right now okay. so I'm gonna like stop using Facebook I think altogether. a lot of people are leaving Facebook delete Facebook hashtag they, they, they rigged the, the elections so yeah no thanks you can find me on Grinder. <laughs> it's just Meatball <laughs> <laughs> look for me in a city near you I do fuck my fans thank you perfect and you're top now yeah so you've got that look to look forward to <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you like us, Nathan and Eric, this podcast, please, you know, rate us, maybe put a little comment on the Apple Podcast app about how much you love us, five stars or don't bother. Subscribe. Five stars or don't bother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell, like, tell your friends. Just spread your hate. Share our episodes. Follow us on Facebook at This Is Happening Pod. Or SoundCloud, this is happening in the podcast. Instagram. Instagram, this is happening in the podcast. Twitter, this is happening in the podcast. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. 
Oh yeah, follow my Twitter. I got a Twitter. It's <laughs> it's at Fat Drag Meatball. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. Bye. 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 Bye.